Hello and welcome to Hey I Love That Thing I Just Watched and I really want to talk about it. I'm Helena. I'm Dan. And I'm Michael. And today we are talking about the French film Poltergeist. So I watched this film about, I think about a year ago, maybe 18 months ago, I don't know. It had an impact on me. Um, I can't remember how I found it. I think it was just recommended to me on Prime. And it was one of those films where I looked at my partner, my partner looked at me, and we were like, we have to watch this film. Yeah. Mostly because of the title, but also because of the the front cover is very, very gay, Mm -hmm. as you can imagine. And we kind of thought it was going to be like a um, like a, a horror movie. What with it being sort of on the line with Poltergeist and everything else. Not a horror movie, really. No, I wouldn't call it a horror movie. No, it's a comedy at best. Yeah. Like, it's a comedy. It's a, French, it's a French language film set in Paris about a guy who... Uh, they buy a house sort of on the cheap. And then he starts... The, the guy who lives there starts... Uh, seeing ghosts there uh, specifically five men um, who we find out uh, died in a foam party related incident in the 70s uh, because the basement was a gay bar yeah the foam got electrocuted or something and yeah yeah the whole place blew up essentially um what did you guys think of the film because i really enjoyed it i loved it it was great like it was <laughs> i was <laughs> you say that we were not expecting me to like it I don't know. Dan, Dan's not nah, jumping with joy. I really didn't enjoy this one. Oh, okay. I, I found it so <laughs> yeah, hard to connect. Did you hate gays? No, it's the it's... French, actually. Um, <laughs> okay. no, no, it's, no, I found it so hard to connect with this. Like, I, I'm normally fine with movies with subtitles as well, but where it was starting to lose me, it's not one that you can just not concentrate on. Um, I just, I, I really struggled with this one. <laughs> Fair. Is it because I... of the subtitles? Just a mix of all of it. Like it just, it wasn't. It really wasn't grabbing me. I, I, I was hoping it was nearly over, and it had been half an hour. Oh no. So yeah, the well, the first thing I wanted to talk about was just that this this film's not particularly old. No, it's like two thousand. It came out two thousand and six, and it uses a quite an offensive term quite a lot. Um, the same way that we'd say like a, an F word for gay people back in 2006. Which um, it also uses. Which it right. also uses. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, lots of other slurs. And I think my issue with that, the reason that I think I didn't pick up on it the first time because I was, yeah, like when it's subtitles as well, you're not picking up on a lot of that kind of the language so much. But this time when I watched it, I was really paying attention. And it's one thing like in Priscilla Queen of the Desert where they call each other slurs but it's two gay people talking to each other and it's convivial and it's a joke and it's a dig and it's kind of reclaiming the word but in this it was a lot of straight people using it yeah um which is different and it just is and it's just not okay but apart from that i I, yeah i love this film it made me laugh so much it's so so silly yeah um because it sort of it does like to flirt with the horror genre but obviously it then goes straight back to ridiculous, over-the-top gay movie. Yeah. It, it It's not like... I was... So I went into this film fully expecting that kind of, like, gay exploitation kind of 
everything's big and loud and very like very over the top uh i went in fully expecting that kind of movie and it isn't like it's actually a really well-made movie yeah and it's i think it is actually quite sensitive yeah um in in places not in every place but and like while there's five gay men in it they're all different and it shows you that you know there's not one way to be gay which you often get in films is like you have to be the effeminate shop shopping lover yeah and they're just 70s camp dancers really yeah. Uh, I, the language, it's kind of like that. It's the kind of thing where it's like you will just brush past it 90% of the time because you. it's just kind of how people talk to each other, especially yeah. in like 2006. And the one that caught me off was a very specific one that I guess we'll talk about when we get to it. But that really caught me off guard. And kind yeah, of, but it, I think it's probably the same one for me that I thought was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that's that's not funny and it's not okay. Yeah, it's the term that makes you defensive. Yeah, like that's that's it. But yeah, like overall, it's it's a really good film. Um, yeah, should like, we get into? There it? were there were bits that I did like. Like I, I, it feels like the kind of movie that I should really enjoy, but I I just I just struggle. Uh, you're waiting for the dub. No, even then, like I just <laughs> I, I I just kind of lost me but i i did like i, I did like a few bits of it at least good so yeah. it starts with yeah they they buy this house his wife's an archaeologist which doesn't really matter until the end yeah um but she travels for work so she's got to go and he's left he first starts seeing them with her there um he sees these ghosts but only he can see them not her well he first he hears them he hears, he hears the, the, well, he hears the music hears the music yeah. Rara rasputin plays every night at like what was it five to one uh, oh, five to two yeah. in the morning yeah yeah because that um, was so same. he's seeing these. Uh, so he hears the music. He goes down. He manages. Like I think after the second day, mm. um, or like a few days, he goes down to the cellar. Well, they're like creeping on him for a day or yeah. two because they like yeah. take a picture of his ass in the shower. Yeah, That's... he's got a Polaroid camera because they just moved in. Like everything's everywhere. So there's like he like gets a Polaroid camera out and puts it on the side whilst like looking for shampoo and stuff. Yeah, and it's that that kind of like predatory gay man kind of thing bothered me, but it was also like after. That point, it was like, oh, this is just fun. Like, like yes. this film almost is almost like horrifically offensive every now and then. Yeah, and it the... definitely it definitely toes the line, and I think if it wasn't if it didn't have the really touching moments in it, yeah. it would be offensive. But it does actually balance it out, and I'll I'll sort of talk a bit more about that when we get to it in the plot. Yeah, but the um, there's some great there's some great bits where the guys are being real. so the first the first encounter we have with a ghost at all is when he's um, the main character. God God knows what his name is. Um, uh, Mark. Oh, Mark. Oh, and his okay. wife was Emma. Yeah. I <laughs> don't know why I remember that. Wow, oh, no, okay. it's in my notes. His uh, friend was David. Um, Jesus. Okay. It. Well then. Um, so Mark bends over. He's playing, uh, yeah, he's playing pool with David. Uh, David. And um, someone wolf whistles. Yeah. Yeah. But he just thinks it's his. He just thinks it's his mate, yeah. like making a funny. Yeah, because his friend is very homoerotic. Yeah, although yeah, that their relationship's kind of that character's Weird. kind of like they don't want to say. He's stuff. got some sort of cuckolding fetish they, by the sounds of things. Well, it, it felt more like a a kind of beard relationship. Yeah, or a beard. Mm. Yeah, it definitely it's weird. It's it's strange for a film to have that much dialogue about a character and then not actually yeah it, draw any conclusion. You're just left like, well, yeah, is it is it a beard? Is he is he a cuck? Like what what's going on? It's there? It's kind of yeah. It's kind of like a weird. It, yeah, it's weird that they just kind of left it. Yeah, brought it up that much. 
Um, so they, anyway, so like other, a few other strange things happen um, that he can't quite explain. And then he finally, it come, all comes to a head where he goes down to the cellar and he sees them all. And they're just these blokes. They've got the music blaring. They're drinking wine um, yeah. and dancing in his cellar. And he's like, get out, <laughs> get the fuck out of my cellar. And he starts screaming and shouting at them saying he's going to call the police. Yeah. Which at this point he's already called the police before, and they clearly they don't believe him because oh yeah, what well, he's called they? the police because they haven't stolen anything. All they've done was paint a dick on his wall, yeah, yeah. and build his wardrobe and iron his clothes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which yeah. was quite funny. Yeah, uh, and at the same time, like he's getting stressed out at work because his boss is a dick. Yeah, his boss is a dick. He's mm. kind of also not a very good worker. He's kind of always late because yeah. obviously weird things are happening to him. Yeah. I mean, he's um, fired for good reason, but his boss is also a dick. Yeah, definitely. His, his boss is really, like, yeah, just horrible to him. Um, but he, before that happens, he, yeah, so he, he he's shouting and screaming at them to leave. And then his, obviously his wife comes downstairs and is like... The fuck is going on? What, what is going on? And he's like, well, look, and this, the, I love this, the, the way in this film how they cut between, obviously, what he can see and what she can see. It's great. Um, and then, so she calls her their friend, David, to come and look and be like... There's nothing there either. Mm. So he, there's my favorite. One of my favorite bits is where he's like, "See," and it's just him in an empty cellar, like yeah. <laughs> gesturing around the room. Yeah. And obviously they're like, "You're crazy." Yeah. Um. And he's like, "Well, that's not true. I'm not crazy." But then he's like, "But I am seeing these ghosts that no one else can see. Maybe I am crazy." And his wife's like, "Look, you need to see someone." It all culminates with like she he's chasing the ghost around the house trying to chase them away and he accidentally yeah. assaults her dad. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's chasing them around uh, with a cross, which makes sense because like the ghosts. The well, yeah, another great bit is where he's he fl- he like flings the uh, tries to like um yeah, oh, yeah he wield, uses the cross uh, and, brandish like, the, the cross the at someone Jesus and the Jesus the, yeah the Jesus <laughs> just flies off it and wedges <laughs> itself in the door. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's ominous. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he, he accidentally assaults her dad, and obviously that's like the final straw for his wife. He's like, shovel. "Look, I'm going." <laughs> she, he yeah. almost kills him. It's not even like it's not like, "Oh, it was a gentle." No, he swings it hard into his stomach. So his dad's very pissed off. She's very pissed off. They leave, and he's kind of fired like pretty much the same yep. day or the next day. He's like given loads of pills by his friend to like sleep. Yeah, and then they tell him to go to a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. so he goes to a yeah. psychiatrist and. Uh, the psychiatrist this is the scene that i really didn't like is the psychiatrist he's like explaining all of this like what he's seeing what's happening with his life and the fact that he's seeing these these five gay dudes in his basement and the guy is like taking notes the whole time and then says you're gay you're having fantasies about men because you're repressing that you're gay yeah and then when he moves and he um he moves the uh paper like at the end he's like it's for oh your time's up 45 euros like bugger off see you next time which isn't how therapy works, for the record. Just in case anyone's <laughs> thinking about getting into it, they're normally a little bit better than that. Mm. And um, but in, he sees the guy's notes, and all he's done is write the letters P and D, and then like circled it loads. Yeah. Um, which just yeah, it's like a real, it's like a slur in French, and it's kind of like yeah, the equivalent of like if you opened your soul up to like a therapist and they'd written fag. Yeah. In like uh, but and that's it like they hadn't even considered treating you or that there might be something going like something else going not that i think they should think that you know necessarily the ghosts are real <laughs> no because your clearly... therapist you really don't want a therapist that jumps to that conclusion clearly other really. stuff happening um, but yeah the fact that that's all he does that was like it was not okay 
And it's also... Not funny, either. Not funny, yeah. No, the, rest, the rest of the film's all right. And then there's just yeah, every now and then... Just, like... That scene was just bad. Because it's two straight people, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. So he goes off and he's, like, trying to convince himself that actually, no, he might be gay. Yeah, so he's, he's trying to te- dip his toe in the gay waters. And then, like, there's some funny stuff there. I, I like the bit where he tells his friend um, David and he just doesn't care. And he's like, hey, where should I hang this painting? Yeah. Like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Coming out to David, David's like, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, cool. Okay. And then, <laughs> to be fair, I think telling your friend that you're seeing five like it's ghosts, easier. gay ghosts, and and he's like, okay, and then like give them a day to one, and I'm like, I'm gay, and I'm like, well, well, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> you know yeah. what? That's like I just might be right. <laughs> you know, I can accept uh, that one. That one, you know, in my brain <laughs> makes a bit more sense. And then yeah, and then he comes. He does. He does the same with his family. His family. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like they're the same reaction of like so you might just be a fairy, um, yeah. and then is it his grandmother? I've completely lost track of like who the people were, but he was sat around with like a family of people, yeah. And like the the grandma said, well, back home, <laughs> back home, I had a very attractive neighbour. Yeah, I yeah. Like that. It's like it's weirdly accepting that they're just like, well, actually, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, he's expecting this sort of big blow, and actually, everyone's kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's cool. very. I just ha- I lived next to a very attractive neighbour. She was great. Anyway. Oh, yeah. He, she, she's like, oh, your dad's pretty shit in bed, so I had to get it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like... mm. Yeah, that was great. So he goes to a gay bar and hooks up with a guy. Yeah. Not actually, they don't actually do anything. The guy immediately knows he's straight as well. Like, none of the none of the actual gay people oh, are even, like, remotely no. convinced at all. No. They call him straight bait and are like, yeah, why are you? Why are you here? But he's this guy's down to, down to have a go, especially when he finds out that he works on a construction site. Yeah. And he's like trying to get him to put his hard hat on and stuff like that. They get caught by the same police. There's obviously there's, there's, there's two, two police, police officers, officers in Paris. In Paris, uh, there's only two or three um, police. Uh, but that's important because yeah, these these anyway these police officers they they catch them basically starting to like this guy gets his dick out, but before Mark's had a, a chance to really do anything. Yeah, he doesn't really want to. So they get they get locked. They get taken to the cells for the night and left left in the morning. Yeah. Um. Uh, which point his wife's dad comes around yeah yeah so he comes around he's gonna um he's gonna collect the car and she's like emma's like please don't be in but obviously he's got nowhere else to go so of course he's gonna be in yeah um expecting the dad to just pick up the car and leave but the um the gays the ghosts yeah <laughs> the ghosts are having a party the poltergeist so <laughs> yeah. are having a having a go having a ghost party as they are want to do yeah trying to cheer up uh, Mark, because at this point he is pretty devastated. Yeah, he's accepted, and they are feeling very bad. That they're ghosts as well. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. They find out that they they find a newspaper and realize that it's been thirty years. Yeah. He um, he accepts their ghosts, so he's just kind of dealing, like letting them exist. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then the dad comes around, and it turns out that the dad can see them too. Yeah. Because he, yeah, he's like the dad, like says, "Oh, I forgot this," and like gets it, and then at the oh, end, he gets just the keys, before yeah. he, yeah. he gets the keys, and he just goes, "Gentlemen." And shuts the door, and yeah. they all say goodbye, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, "What?" Yeah, and they find out, yeah, that he can see them too. Yeah, then you learn. So he's not crazy. The rules of ghosts of these ghosts, and then he gets a he calls a like an exorcist. He does, and this was my favorite joke. I say joke. My favorite bit of the whole movie is that every time the priest shows up, he just has a Macca's with him. Yes, yeah. and he loves like... McDonald's. Did you, did you catch when he makes eyes at the McFlurry? Yeah, yeah. He has like the best expression. <laughs> I <laughs> like there's genuine hunger and lust in his eyes for some ice cream. 
I didn't understand that character. No, he was a bit all over the place. Because like, he was a villain. They had to get the promotion in somewhere. <laughs> no, no, but he was like presented as a villain now. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell if like watching it now, I'm like, that character's presented as a villain. Because he's saying like the worst shit in the world. Or... Well, he's like, well, how to, how to get rid of them. And he's kind of cruel where he's like, well, just move the stones and they'll get stuck in limbo and you won't have to deal with them. He also yeah. like continues, he keeps calling it like, oh, that when they were going through their night of debauchery and the the yeah. ped you, this is how you get deal with pederasts and it's like <sighs> I can't tell if this is a villainous character or a character that's pretty normal of its time. Yeah, that is like the weirdest part. But I fucking hated him. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not a nice guy. I don't think you're supposed to like him. But he gets like a weird kind of redemption at the end. Like he's never a villain, villain. Yeah. When he probably should have been. I was thinking... And like, he, uh, what he does do is he goes and finds out how how they can... Like, what what why they're there, which is to do with the fact that it's some sort of burial site thing. And yeah. there's these cornerstone temple. temple yeah, yeah they, and there's these four cornerstones of the house that they're trapped in. And that they're going to be released in a long time. Yeah. Um, I was expecting the priest to be evil. Like, I was expecting yeah. him to be doing something bad, and he just wasn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you kind of expect it to be like, well, he's then going to take it upon himself to exercise them, even though M- Mark doesn't actually want them to be exercised anymore because they're kind of pals now. Or like he'll, but I don't really go down that route. Or he'll exercise them and send them to hell in that kind yeah. of way. But no, they just didn't do that. Yeah, and there's no like mention of what will happen if they when they go through limbo. It's not like, oh yeah, they're going to go to hell. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't go down that like all gays go to hell kind of route, yeah. which it could have done. Um, yeah, it's kind of like in a weird sort of thing. But yeah, they they find these cornerstones, which is like where the ghosts can't leave. That's yeah. like where they can't leave. So they decide to go on a night out. <laughs> yeah. And this was my favorite bit of the film. It's so touching. Yeah. This was after. So his friend now knows that the ghost. Yeah. His real. friend believes about the ghost because he's spoken to the other guy. Yeah. And, and has they're seen like, oh, okay. You stuff can... floating around. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That seems really lovely. He proves to them that they exist by them floating pool balls around yeah like as in pool table yeah snooker balls and then, um, the, the, yeah the, and it looks really pretty and it's really beautifully animated really cool. and then it cl- cuts back to obviously what uh, mark can see and they just look ridiculous because they're all like standing around yeah. this tree holding the it's holding great. the balls it's great and there's some great lines about like oh do you, do you like my pretty balls it's great and yeah we learned that the only people who can see them are straight men are like men that have never had any sexual acts with other men. Oh, yeah, and like, well, it's, it's anyone who's not had sexual yeah. stuff with a man. Yeah. No, uh, because women, non-virgin straight women can't see them. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, the reason given was like, oh, because they want something they can't have. Oh, we're back to the whole predatory gay men thing. Yeah. Ugh. But also, like, <laughs> this is what I mean. The film is like, it teeters on that, like, oh... Yeah, well, kind it of really bad. does, and that's why oh. I found it like I think that's why I sort of I brought it up and I was like, oh, we should talk about this one, but then I'm like, eh, but should but... we? It's like it, there's a lot going on in it that's like, but the fun bits are really fun. <laughs> like the the yeah. fun bits are really fun. And they so they they find out yeah they put all these cornerstones in the car yeah they, take they can them, they all fit in the car and they can go out and these guys are so excited because they're they're partiers yeah. these these guys died in a club like they love going out yeah. They've not been out in 30 years and um, they drive around Paris <laughs> and the they get song. so excited because they see all the openly gay things yeah, in Paris. It's so sweet. Um, they're like, oh, the Eiffel Tower's still here. But then it's also like there's like a obviously LGBTQ travel agents. There's a pride bookstore. 
there's all sorts and they're like they're just really happy yeah and they see like a gay hairdressers and they're like hey gays yeah <laughs> and they're really happy about that and um it's really sweet and then yeah and it's also really sweet the way that mark is also like okay yeah let's give him a night on the town like let's let's do let's this like yeah he's like really like he understands that they're you know they're real people and even though they're ghosts like they do want to do some stuff yeah i think i think it was we you also learned at that point that because his friend can't see the ghosts his friend is not completely straight is kind of the yeah. conclusion that's the thing it's like but, yeah. yeah is he is he gay or is it has he just had to do medical stuff to men's bums yeah but and their balls and stuff because he's he oh he works in like a he's he's uh not a doctor but like a medical professional yeah but the... um he does a lot of health checks and tests and stuff including some on firemen um which gets uh, the the poltergeist very riled up yes yeah but they they never like fully go into it and it's such a, it's such a weird loose end of this film because his wife's also a total i think it's, i think it's a beard situation <laughs> yeah she's but she it's like it's not a subtle beard no she's not doing a very good job because no, no, she's hitting on everyone beards. including mark one of those who she then throws beards. under the bus later and says that he hit on her which obviously never happened yeah um but she flirts with loads of other people she's like he's always dropping in oh yeah her cuban dance teachers like she only pays for an hour but she's there all evening yeah and there's lots of like references to her and like there's the scene at the end where she's definitely like dancing up and with her cuban partner and he's just like oh hey honey yeah, I think at one point he's like, "Oh yeah, she's gone, gone on holiday with this whole team. She's the only woman on the team." Hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we get to the best part, which is the night out where they go to all these nightclubs. Yep. And they get to dance inside the square, and they're not allowed to leave the square. <laughs> and there's a bit where there's like this guy that's uh, pole dancing. Yeah. And they all just have their faces like smushed yeah. up against the right. screen. It's great. Um, and then we get, like, the... Cause this, so this one's, like, weird bits. It teeters into that, like, not okay territory. Um, and then it, like, leans back into, like, actual heartfelt moments that yeah. it probably doesn't deserve. Like, it's... Yeah. Um, like, he... Mark goes up to one of the... When they're on the night out, he goes up to one of the bars and sees a picture of one of the, like, the lead... The head ghost. Yeah. And is like... He recognises him and the bartender's like, oh, that's a picture of me and my partner. Uh, but he died thirty years ago. It's like, oh, yeah. So it's, no, it's really, it's really sweet. And like, yeah, the guy already, he'd already asked him to track him down. Yeah, because it was only been like, him yeah, actually, that called him Huggy. Yeah, this, or this was the yeah. love of my life. Yeah, yeah. Nunu. Huggy. Something. Um, yeah. and then it was, so that's why they go to that bar as well. Yeah, it's still a gay bar somehow. In no, Paris. that's <laughs> fair. No, that's yeah, yeah. gay bars last. <laughs> they, they like they're very hard to and, shift. Um, but yeah, so they, they, yeah, that's really sweet. It's a really sweet moment because he's like, oh, no, only one person called me that. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, but he's also a bit bewildered because this guy is clearly like... That he is too young. <laughs> late 20s. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, well, that just doesn't work at all. Yeah. Um, but it's really sweet. And it's like, it's, well, it takes a weird emotional swing there. <laughs> and it, it works. Like, honestly, it works. Uh, then they sort of all start having this weird epileptic seizure and wearing contact lenses. Or like they have like yellowed out eyes, and it turns out that they actually have to go back home. Yeah, they need to be in the house um, at least before mid. Yeah, mid- but by kind the of time Cinderella's. they died, yeah, yeah. like yeah. The five to two. And um, the priest is in his car at the checkout at the drive. Yeah, he's at the drive through, yeah. And he's ordering yeah, <laughs> like more food. 
<laughs> yeah. So we're doing a quarter pounder while he's on the phone telling him. And he's so he's so rude to the woman yeah. working. I'm like, dude. Oh man, I hate him so much. Yeah, no, he's he's a total wanker in this film, I but think a, um, every level. It is it is quite I just don't know what why they were like, yeah, and so the exorcist guy is gonna really, really like McDonald's. McDonald's. It's like, okay. Yeah, because I, I guess maybe someone suggested that and then went for it. Maybe they're like Looking around the room, and there was just some empty McDonald's, and they were funny. like, "Yeah." Um. Um, so they get back to the they get back to, to the put house. the cornerstones back in place, and the ghosts sort of ping back to life, and they're like, "Oh, that's better." Yeah. Um, and and they are like, "Well, we want to help. We're going to help you get your wife back." Yeah. So he yeah he writes a note. Go. He writes a letter. Goes to sleep, and then the one of the ghosts rewrites the letter. Yeah. Uh, and quotes a poem really romantic poem and sends it and then he gets a call because his wife is reading the note at like a bus stop and she wants to she wants to try again and she calls in there like oh have dinner and he's like he does that thing where he's surrounded by people telling him what to say on the phone which is the most stressful situation anyone can ever be in (laughs) is when you're on the phone and someone is telling you what to say on the phone it's awful what we missed out the bit is that she he has this moment where he spots her on her way on her way home back to her dad's. Yeah. Well, he's got to he's got a wheelbarrow full of uh, ghosts. gay ghosts. Yeah, full of that he's got to try and get back to the into the car and into the, um, back, to the house. back to the house. And he has this moment like, does he follow her now or does he wait? Yeah, and make sure the yeah. ghosts are okay. And he obviously he picks the ghosts. the ghosts and he gets pulled over again. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He gets pulled over by the same. Obviously, the same two. Well, three policemen at this point. Yeah, yeah and only one, one of them, only, only one, one of them can see. Yeah. Which says a lot. Like it's the ultimate gaydar is having mm. five gay ghosts follow you that only gay people, <laughs> only straight people can see. Yeah, and so this well, the obviously the straight. What we find out now, the the straight never never been sexual with a man police officer can see these like obviously really sparked out ghosts in the back, and the other two can't. And they're like, he's like, oh, you've got these five people in the back, and they're like. Mark no, is like, hasn't. no, I don't. Who are you talking about? And then the other two are like, no. So they wave him on, and then like the other guy's like, oh top, my god. And they're like, they're like, take a holiday. <laughs> top tier gaslighting. The ultimate gaslighting. But yeah, it's that's the. It's a, it's a, it's a really like funny. It's, it's a good payoff. Yeah, it's solid. This film, again, this film has solid bits. There's bits that are like, Ew. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a a genuinely mixed bag. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they which get... is why I thought it'd be fun to talk about it. Really. Yeah. Because it. It's... They get so they they then do a uh, bit of a makeover. It is the end of the house Mark. and everything. They uh, they tidy up the house. They get rid of the pool table because she hated the pool table. They yeah. make it into a really, really like um. They're trying to work out bougie French looking yeah. sitting room. They're trying to work out who's doing the baking, who's doing the icing on the cake. Yes, and the, the artist character but... can only do the dick picture. <laughs> yeah, so the art one, he only he only does the what we find out is was the logo for the yeah. gay club. Which he'd been putting everywhere, including sewing it into cushions, yeah. putting it on the walls, Great. putting it on the back of his Look, coat. When you have a good design, you do it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good design. Great design. It's a little willy with wings, kind yeah. of bat wings. Great. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, anyway, he does that on the cake, and they're like, no. <laughs> so they get the the guy that claims he's not gay, but is definitely gay. Yep. Um, and is wearing plaid trousers. I, that, he does also, it. That's also the seventies. Like to yeah. be fair. Oh yeah, no, the costumes it's the are 70s. accurate. Top tier. So he makes a plaid pudding. Yeah. 
<laughs> which I thought was great. great. Um, but they help him like they also make a coat, uh, make a new fancy shirt for him out of wallpaper. Yeah. Uh, they're very creative. These and they they all work together to make up like put on this really good spread. Yeah. Um, and choose the music, and they tell him what to say, like reminding him basically how to be a decent human being. How to being. be a good husband. Because he's so, I think, he wasn't exactly a good husband before. No. So it is a bit like they're they're prompting him, but also it's a bit it's a bit sad in that, and I'm like, well, does she actually, doesn't she deserve someone who doesn't need that prompted? Yeah. But anyway, but, um, yeah. he, um, yeah, it's like, ask her him. about work, ask her about this. like, And then yeah. they coach him through sex. Which is... Yeah, they're still watching when they get into bed together, which is weird. But then they do leave. Yeah, um... it's um and yeah, like you were about to say, they get the cake, and because everything's too nice, she's a bit suspicious. She's a bit it's... like, is someone else doing something? Um, he's like, no. She's like, oh yeah, you're you're weird again, but in a good way. And he's like, oh. Mm. So he goes in and oh, he's yeah, like, he, he squishes the cake. The cake. <laughs> yeah, he squishes the cake, and the the plaid the plaid guy just starts kind of he's so crying. Upset, the yeah. other ones are like cuddling him. He's he worked like, so hard on that my, cake. My cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, bless, because he did work really hard on it, and they want it to be, they want it to be perfect, but, but it can't be. It cause... can't be perfect because it's so clearly not him, and like they trip up again by like doing a marquise apple, yeah, which is like a really delicate way of cutting an apple that he obviously doesn't know how to do, yeah. And then she's like, oh, do it again, do it again, and they have to sort of panic, and then it's like, oh, let's let's dance, and anyway, it works because she's in love with him. But then she, um, she's come back. One thing she has for work is a video camera, yeah. And Which you get is the only important out... thing about her job that well, is important, important to the she's, story. She's, she's found a mosaic of people having... That's uh, true. Having butter uh, sex. Male, having anal sex, yeah. No, in she, calls it, she calls it butter sex, which is yeah, they do call... weird for an archaeologist. They call it butt-fucking. Uh, yeah, butt-fucking. Because the, the guy's like, oh, look, they're wrestling. She's like, nope, they're definitely they're butt-fucking. They're definitely butt-fucking. Which is yeah, and then he looks at it and he goes, hmm, the... yeah, no, they are definitely butt-fucking. <laughs> Archaeologist's language there. And so she's got this camera... And then she finds a film on it of the ghost, and it re- we find out oh actually you can see them through camera yeah uh, the camera and the, so the jig is up in that respect in that like now she knows oh okay it he was has real help. but also it's real <laughs> He's not and the whole part where he was like I'm seeing five gay men walking around the house was real yeah and not a you know a psychotic break I I like um, that when she she's like runs around with the camera and she sees them go through a wall. And she's like, oh, God, they went through a wall. And he's like, yeah, that's what ghosts do. He's like the yeah. most casual thing in the world. About yeah, it. at this point, he's like, because he's so accepted it. He's yeah. just kind of, that's he's choosing to roll with her being sort of okay with it by not like making a big deal of it. Yeah. It's, it's she's like, oh, wow. What went and then she's like, oh, hello. And they're all like, hello. And they're all like getting in the shot. Yeah. Um, it's lovely. It's... Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, this is great. And um, and then they find they, yeah they find out how the priest comes back with his McDonald's yeah he comes back with more McDonald's and he's like look I've done the calculations and you guys will be set free in seven hundred years in seven hundred years time uh, so be patient and then he's got the horrible smile and he thinks it's kind of funny yeah if, and then he fucks off villain like, character that never gets yeah. a come off and annoys me um, um so yeah seven hundred years they don't know what to do nine months later they've turned the because that's it. No, I, I, it just hit me. There are fucking it, where the place she's digging. Sorry, it only just made sense to me that the place <laughs> she's digging up is where they got the Roman ghosts from. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they bring over some. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some gay Roman ghosts me. for them because they've got yeah. so they have some new people to hang out with. Yeah. But they also return the 
the basement into its former gay glory. Yeah, they they turn it into. I a mean, night... it does, yeah, it's got like men and women in it. Yeah, they um, they turn it into a nightclub called Pompeii nightclub. because yeah. that was where the bathhouse was that she was discovering. Yeah. Um, and it's like loads of Romans and and it's really <laughs> yeah because they've got cameras and TVs set up so that the people that can't see the ghosts can see them. Huge yeah. revelation, by the way, if that came out as like a story anywhere. If yeah. someone was like, "There's a nightclub. There's a nightclub in France that has ghosts." What yeah. they to, they have gay ghosts in the nightclub? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, yeah, on the cameras you can. Well, see... Well, maybe it's been out for a month, and at this point, everyone's just gone back to like, oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. normal. Oh yeah, that's the gay nightclub. I think it would take place. more than a month for people to get over that. <laughs> Number one, ghosts are real. And I mean, it was busy, so maybe that's, they're still living on that hype. That's true. But, but oh, that's, a, that's not a difficult thing for nightclubs to capitalize on. Yeah, it ends on this really sort of positive note. She's pregnant. They're really excited. Yeah. Um, the her, her, the, the guy, guy that's not gay. I keep saying he's not gay. Meets another ghost who's like, oh, you know, I was, I was at the I, I, because I was. I was having a what does he say? I was having a wash. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not, you know. And he's like, mm, neither am I. I'm not either. Yeah. And like, <laughs> <laughs> then they have a little sort of the most awkward cuddled. kiss. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then and uh, Nunu or Huggy is reunited. Yeah, with um, with those two, with and they the, look at each other on the yeah. camera. Yeah, it's so and sweet. It's really, it's really nice, and everyone sort of gets what they wanted. Wild and... emotional swing, like a wild emotional and then swing. The, the even end. the dad, that obviously he beat to almost death with a shovel. Yeah, he had to wear a neck brace. Like he was obviously quite clearly hurt. Is like. You've really turned it around. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really impressed. Yeah. And you're not like you don't have to like him because obviously he was a bit of a bastard. But when you think about it, like this guy did have, he wasn't a very nice husband. No. no and then like he has that. apparently like a weird psychotic break, and then he assaults you. Yeah. Like you don't have to be his biggest fan. No. But I get um, once you realise that hey, he didn't have a psychotic break. He was being haunted by gay ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah, that uh, some of his behaviour makes more sense now. His, <laughs> yeah. His more extreme behaviours make more sense. Um, but I. Yeah, I love that they they go and they manage to find more gay ghosts for them. I don't quite get the logic of how they managed to keep them That's, away from Pompeii no, they, for long enough. But then I'm like, like, I don't care at this point. Let the film they, end. They, they applied the what they created one rule for these ghosts, <laughs> and then they created one hard and fast rule for those ghosts is they have to stay within the boundaries. And then they went, you know what? Fuck it. Well, they, yeah, but they can move the boundary. But then they had to get back to yeah. the house. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the rule. So obviously they've moved the stones from. Maybe they just put the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why it's called Pompeii. That's they pop- bought Pompeii, Pompeii with it because she was like, "Well, you can't put this she, on an exhibition." She and they're like, "Why not?" Because they're well, there's butt fucking, and she, they're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, she proved you know where that would go. We're real gay bar in my basement. <laughs> How about I keep it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I proved the ghosts here are real. And number two, they're gay, gay butt fuck ghosts. Uh, and also, a... would it be nice for these gay, for these, for these gay, um, yeah, Roman ghosts to, to meet these gay seventies ghosts? Yeah, how about I, I get to keep all this? <laughs> how about I get to keep this landmark, <laughs> this historical landmark that I discovered? I, yeah, I really enjoyed this film. I had a really nice time watching. I do think it, it definitely like crosses the line a couple of times. Yeah, and for some people, I could totally understand that being too far and like it ruining the whole experience. Yeah, um, but. And I think there's probably films where, in an English language, that might be harder for me to swallow as well, just because the the meaning of the words obviously has way more weight. Mm. Um, but for me, it really bounces back hard on the other side, and I thought it was really sweet and actually really 
like it's just a really nice positive fun, film fun. about a bunch of gay ghosts in a yeah. in a basement it's, it's well made like it is yeah it's and like it's well shot there's like the weird well cat vision at the start that's just like a little riff on horror movies that i thought was a really nice touch yeah um, uh, it, it does start with the trope of like oh this couple are going into this weird old house and ooh, yeah, and the cat doesn't like it yeah what, it's what kind of idiots are they for moving into this obviously haunted house and i used to think that until i went into an old abandoned hotel and i went oh it'd be cool to live here uh was my first thought so i'm one of those people <laughs> i will admit it i went into a, you're gonna get haunted i went into a very cool like six-story old motel that had like old pro- it looked amazing and my first thought was this would be it would be really cool to live here. It had like a huge safe in the basement that Ooh, nice. they they didn't know how to open. The landlords like didn't know how to open. Um, my first thought was this would be cool to live here. My second thought was I'd die in a horror movie. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Unless of course in inside the safe was five really splendid men. That's true. Who just want to party, Best dance time to ever. dance to Boney. Uh, what's his name? Boney M. Boney M. Yeah. Boney M. Yeah. And uh, I'd love that. Yeah. I'd be so happy with that. <laughs> Um, so for me, I, I I would give this, I'd give it like a, a 7 out of 10. Yeah. And I think that's seven tender moments in this film. Yeah. Because um, it's it's so cute. And it is really, I, I just, I really enjoyed it. And I probably will watch it again. And it's just nice to have a fairly recent gay movie that's not super sad. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and like fucking there's, right. i mean i think by by it being 70s ghost as well they they do kind of not have to touch on the aid stuff without it <laughs> yeah ruining the, you know because obviously that's a tonal shift that you maybe don't want in a horror comedy there is a danger period <laughs> there is like yeah. a like um, we can't have any ghosts from this era yeah no i uh... so yeah so i think it, it handles it's it's actually yeah it's either super delicate or it's a sledgehammer. There's sort of not very much in between yeah. with how they deal with the issue. So it yeah. obviously it loses points for that. Otherwise, I think it'd be a really solid film. Yeah, it's like a um, sledgehammer with a feather duster on the end, like on the handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think I agree. Seven, uh, seven times Ra- Rasputin is played. <laughs> uh, yes, it, they they bought the rights to that film and they <laughs> made the most they're of it. Use it. They're gonna play that song. Uh, great. <laughs> It's a good film. It's, it, like, it was way better than I was expecting it to be. It's way more like ra- well-rounded as a yeah, film. Yeah, that's that's what I thought was so funny about it. Because obviously, going in, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, this is going to be shit, but there's a good chance it'll be so bad it's funny. Yeah. Um, And it's not. It's just genuinely quite good. Like it's a... And it was like nice to watch and like quite heart- w- weirdly heartwarming yeah. For, a, yeah, for what it sets out to be. Yeah, like it's remarkably well-rounded. Like it was made by people who knew what they were doing. Yeah. Which was surprising because normally these kinds of fil- films with titles like Poltergay are kind of made <laughs> left handed with no, like, they're made with, like, no budget and no real, like, care. Yeah. And this one, this one was. Yeah. It was very funny. Bits of it were very funny. So, Dan. Yeah, I feel like I'm just going to disappoint you guys a lot. <laughs> yeah, but we know why you didn't like this film. Yeah. Yeah, like French. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I just I struggled to connect with it. So much of it just felt like an overly extended YouTube skit to me. Like Fair. I just I I I just couldn't I don't know. I couldn't get to grips with it as a movie. It didn't get my interest enough. Like 
I, it genuinely seems like a movie that I should have enjoyed and I just maybe I wasn't in the right mindset I don't know I just didn't have a great time watching it like I enjoyed some bits but that's fine yeah that's fine, probably... your opinion is your own and it's yeah. valid no it's no fine. some opinions are wrong <laughs> yeah I, I... <laughs> we'll make you watch it again but yeah. maybe after like you know a pride event or something when you're just feeling really positive and really yeah. happy yeah and yeah. um yeah, yeah, then we can watch it then and see if your you... opinion yeah. changes of it because, you know, it's wrong and you should watch this film. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I brought it to the table. So thank you for for humouring me. Yeah, maybe this is... Is this Mikey. how you felt about yeah. um, The Dead Don't Die? Maybe it is. <laughs> that film was awful. Yeah. No, but I fully, I fully <laughs> admit that that film is awful. I fully yeah. admit that that film is awful. I just like it. Yeah, yeah. no, I just, I'd probably give this three times that it influenced me to order a Macca's breakfast this morning. Fascinating that you identify with that character. <laughs> the wanker. The yeah, sure. Let's, let's, go, let's go with that. <laughs> Don't go with that, Dan. No, definitely not. Like I obviously the the subtitles okay. and the like translation and stuff didn't massively help either. Like you guys caught a lot more than I did. I did they had no idea about that sort of French word that's incredibly derogatory. I'd not heard of it before, so I didn't pick up on that whatsoever. Like there was a lot that just kind of blew past. I looked me, it I guess. up. It's not like I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I did I, when they started saying it. I was like, I need to find out how okay this is because obviously it's a different language to ours. We don't speak it, and there's yeah. words that are seemingly might not sound like sound fine in English that aren't fine yeah so like homo for example i think in french can be okay it's not used so much anymore but it's not technically offensive but in english like if you call someone a homo like it's just got more it's of a slur tone to it weird era of insult yeah it's like the no homo era it's like if someone calls you a puff it's like what yeah are you from the mid 80s <laughs> yeah. oh ouch yeah it's such a, it's such a weird sort um, of and thing like to yeah say. fairy as well which obviously is in both languages yeah um was a bit like mm. okay yeah yeah mm, old people <laughs> feels outdated in 2006 like it feels um, weird i did look into it i found like a gay french a french like gay dictionary and um it was a bit overwhelming because, like English, there's just ten thousand different yeah. ways of saying it that are equal. Like, and it's pick of it's just like yeah, so much historical and social context as to whether it's okay or not. Yeah, there's no way um, really. No, I was like, I can't, I can't navigate this. Like, and, until I am a, you know, a gay man in Paris, which seems unlikely. Um, yeah, it's going to be a bit of gonna, a. I'm not going to really get to grips with it. No, unless um, you end up doing some sort of body swap. <laughs> Wrong film, Dan. We know you didn't <laughs> like this film, but come on. Uh, I um yeah no it's it's a it's a lovely film and it's you're wrong. Surprisingly sweet film. And yeah, with that, I've been Helena. I've been I've, Michael. I'm saying um, I'm saying it this time. No, Dan. That's fine. I've been Michael. <laughs> and I've been Dan. Um, and we did this bonus episode as part of uh, Pride Month, and yeah, it's uh, I'd say give this a give this a watch. Yeah, I would. think maybe because I speak a bit of French, I'd struggle a lot less with the subtitles. I don't really need them for a lot of like the short dialogue. Yeah, I don't know if that helps. Um, I don't want to brag. And obviously, seeing a lang- seeing a film in a second language if you've already seen it a lot is easier a lot easier. Yeah, a lot a lot easier. 
So Dan, other reasons why Dan might be wrong. Watch it again, Dan. Basically. Watch it again. <laughs> watch it again where I don't have to look away to make notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that probably help. didn't help. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. Um, we are also on Discord. And yeah. we have a uh, Patreon now. We do have um, If you feel that way inclined. We have a Patreon. Yeah. And on this Patreon, we're going to buy a house from the 70s that used to be a... Uh, we're going to turn it... No, we're going to buy a house, turn it into a 70s-themed uh, gay nightclub. Yeah, we're going to get a mosaic. And only play French songs. Yeah. <laughs> then we're going to kill some gonna people successful. with it. And then we're in a couple <laughs> years... <laughs> Michael, we're gonna have you weren't supposed ghosts. to mention that bit on the podcast. We're going to have the What did we say? It's no murder on the podcast. Yeah, the problem is only I would be able to see the ghost by this film's logic. So That is true. Then it's no yeah. longer our problem. No. Uh, <laughs> so that's the plan. That's what we're going to do with your money this time. <laughs> Buy a house, turn it into a nightclub, uh, sabotage the nightclub, and then the payoff is in like 30 years' time. When uh, some straight couple buys it. And honestly, <laughs> with the housing market, we'll make a fuck ton of We will years. make a fortune <laughs> oh, yeah. in 30 years. <laughs> yeah. That's where the real money that's comes where, from. That's where the real long-term oh, yeah. plan is. This is an investment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a property investment, but not the way you'd think it is. <laughs> but not your grandma's property investment. Yeah, it's uh, Zoopla with more murder. <laughs> We're going to invest in ghosts. How's your mould mug doing? It's still there. <laughs> I don't want to look at it again. Last time I looked at it too long, I got, I got queasy. <laughs> I genuinely that's, that's felt... I genuinely yeah. felt faint. <laughs> I'm just not going to look at it anymore. <laughs> when I say that mug will be the death of you, I'm not... No, it will. Actually, no, that... No, no. I sarcastic. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not taking it as sarcasm in any way. If if some sort of zombie apocalypse happens, we know that Michael is patient zero. Or I'll be immune. Or the cure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be immune and you'll all be running to me mould mug. <laughs> Quick, off the mould mug. 